Hi there. Yes, Ooh, well, I invite you to worship God with us today. Amen. And if you want freedom, just give yourself to God. Come on, worship with us, and you'll have freedom. Yeah, Are you ready? It's real freedom. Real freedom.
Thank you. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. 
just rest assured, He always hears you when you call. Yes. You know? Yes. He loves me. Yes. And He loves me. He'll never be. The Lord is in the 
Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's praise him. We thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name, O God. Come on, church. Come on, church. Let's praise him. Let's give him the thanks. We give you all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lay it all down before the Lord right now. Place it all down before Him. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Baba Baba Soto. We give you glory and honor, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Father, in your name, Jesus, Lord. We just praise you and we glorify you right now. We magnify your name, Lord. We ask you to purify our hearts and our minds, oh God. Cleanse us, Lord, from all unrighteousness, Lord. Lord, we speak healing right now into your name, Jesus, Lord. Touch Mel right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Touch her body right now, God. Continue to strengthen and encourage her right now, Lord. Lord, right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Touch Julian right now in your name, Jesus, Lord. Heal his strength, Lord, right now in your name, Lord. Lord, right now, we ask that you just touch Candace right now, Lord. You know the situation right now, God. Move forward right now, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We ask that you just move today, oh God. Lord, that we open up ourselves to you, Lord, so that we allow you to move today, Jesus. 
Lord, right now, God, right now, God, we ask that you just touch those that are backslidden and lost, Lord. Show them the way right now, God. We bind everything that the enemy is trying to do to come up against them right now, Lord. We trust and we believe in you, Jesus. Lord, we know, Lord, that all of our prayers, Lord, are answered according to your will, Lord. And upon our faith, Lord, we trust and we believe in you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. We say amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Ah, hallelujah. I love that time of praise. I love it, I love it. All right. What are we going to do now, Yates? I'll tell you. It's time for offering. It's a different kind of offering. It, all, it, all is, it, it comes together, but it's a different kind of offering. And here's where um, to continue to be co-fellow laborers in, in the kingdom, you know, um, it will be a blessing to you and the blessing of the kingdom as you give monetarily. So it's not about the amount, it's about your heart as you give it, right? I know plenty of people will give plenty of money, but they're just as sour and cantankerous and uh, uh-uh. like the widow and the, the two mites that she gave, she gave all that she had. It was in her heart, even though it wasn't much. And then when you trust the Lord, I mean, that's something where you could trust somebody with your money, right? So I just can't give everybody my money. But um, when you trust him with your money, that is a, an inactive faith. So come on, stand to your feet. Y'all ready to do this? Don't you know that God's not dead? He's yet alive. God's not dead. He's still alive. God's not dead. He's still alive. I can feel him in my head. I can feel him in my feet. I can feel him all over me. Don't you know that God's not dead? I know my God not dead. Oh, God not dead. Oh, I can and I can. Don't you know I can feel him all over? He's yet alive. Oh, my God's alive. He's yet alive. Yes, my God's alive. He's yet alive. Church, my God's alive. He's yet alive. Yes, my God's alive. Don't you know that God's not dead? I know my God's not dead. Oh, God, not dead. Oh, I can. And I can feel him in my feet. I can feel him all over. He's alive. My God's alive. Yes, he's still alive. Yes, my God's alive. He's yet alive, church, my God's alive. He's yet alive, 
trust my God's alive. Don't you know that God's not dead? I know my God not dead. Oh, God not dead. Oh, I can and I can. Don't you know I can feel him all over me? You know, um, a couple weeks ago, when the uh, altar call was um, was happening, and uh, there was a word that that came through uh, Minister Veronica. And um, and it stuck with me. I've heard it before, but somehow this had a little, it, it just stuck with me again. And what the Holy Spirit was saying was, you try your own means, you have your own way. You try, you, you, you rely on other things and other people, but the trust in the Lord is not there because you lean on other things and other means and and, and I'll never forget um, and you've heard the story in fact Bishop has repeated it but I love the testimony because years ago when I lived in my apartment downtown and uh, ran to a situation you know they're garnishing my check uh-huh and you know they tell you when they're gonna do it but then they just do it you know they just yank it from your account and I was falling behind, and uh, it got to a point where I had gotten that eviction notice, and, and it gave me X amount of time to get it together or get out. And I began to panic, and I thought, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? And then I started going through saying, Lord, I, I thought you blessed me with this place, and what, what am I going to do? I said, okay, I, I'm going to call my dad. Knowing he probably didn't have too much more money than I did, but I was <laughs> I'm just reaching out for somebody, you know, and and um, and as I picked up the phone, I had my hand on the on the phone, and then the Lord said to me very clearly and distinctly, "You are asking the wrong father." And He said just like that, it changed my life, and it had I haven't been the same since when it comes to trusting Him now. So before I start asking somebody else, it's like, wait a minute, Lord, I'm going to ask you. And what happens is he knows your need. And you have no idea what resources and what, what things he'll open up to provide for you. I've seen it. I've seen it. And what happens is he, he will allow someone else to bless you. And then in turn, he blesses them because they're blessing you. And can you see how that cycle of blessing goes? So through it all, pray for me that I continue to trust in God. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Jesus is mine. He's been my fourth man in the fire. Time after time, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood, and what He did for me on Calvary is more than enough. So I trust in God, my Savior.
That's why I trust him. That's why I trust you, y'all. Glory. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My daughter's the director. She's, and now it's you, son. Praise God. Good to see everybody here. I think we have one guest today, right? We have more than one guest? I know that's a guest. Come on, guest. Introduce yourself to us. Well, I'm glad you came. We, we, and keep listening to Quish. She'll direct you in the right direction. All the time. All the time. Praise God. Okay. Let's see. What else did I want to say? Oh, you know, I have a question. You see these banners that are in the corners there? Didn't we have another one? And what happened to it? Somebody, somebody took it and moved it? We had one that said, if there's any sick among you, call an elder of the church and that sort of thing. I, I, that just came to my attention because 
I was thinking about, I need to pray for Mel. And then I looked for that banner, and it was gone. Now, here's the problem with that. It's not just decoration. The things that I put here, God told me to do that. So you can't just take the liberty to move them and not say, hey, pastor, is it okay if I move this or what we want to do? I didn't just decorate. If you want, just want to see decoration, you have to come to my house. Because <laughs> I could make mistakes there. You know, like one time I decided, well, you know, I'm going to be a little Afrocentric. So I got some African masks and put them all on my wall and everything. Everything was smooth and groovy. It looked nice and everything until one of the pastors from Ghana came there and said, you see those little teeth in there? That's witchcraft. I said, oopty. Y'all got to go. I'm more Jesus than African. So I might make mistakes decorating at home. But here, God said this. So if you find that banner, bring it out. Whoever moved it, you can stay unnamed. Just throw it over in the corner somewhere. We'll find it and put it back up. Hallelujah. Okay, little people, you're dismissed to your classes. I, I want to tell you something else. This was something very cute. There was a, a song we were singing, and these two young ladies were doing patty cake to a gospel song. I, I guess that's better than Little, little Miss Muffet and your puppet or something. You know, but they were just going to town, just patty caking away. Glory to God. That would be a different world. Okay, uh, this morning I want to share with you that, that I entitled, uh, Whatever God is Doing with You, Don't Stop. Whatever God is Doing with You, Don't Stop. Uh, and I had a little subtitle that said, I don't want to be replaced. I don't want to be replaced. But anyway, this takes a little bit of explanation because some people won't start doing what God has identified for them to do. They won't start. God has identified for something, but they won't start. Some folks start and stop. More than once. Uh, I, I was writing one time, uh, God put it in my heart to write a Bible study. And, and I was writing this Bible study. And it took me, I'm guessing, about five years to complete. I kept starting and stopping. I was on fire. And then I cooled off. On fire again. Cooled off again. It took a while before I completed it. Uh, I was still in church every Sunday, teaching at church whenever they asked me, praying for folks, but not doing what God had given me to do completely. Some of you may recognize that or be in a situation like that. But very often people don't see the value in what God is having them to do or the ministry that he's given them. Uh, because they don't see the value in it, they aren't interested or zealous about starting, continuing, or fulfilling it. They're seeing it through carnal eyes, not spiritual vision. Uh, on some occasions, people come up against uh, opposition and get talked out of continuing or fulfilling, fulfilling what the Lord is attempting to use them for. Um, uh, no one or no thing can stop what God is doing with you. If God is doing it, you can't overthrow it. 
Praise the Lord. Uh, I, I, I told the same thing uh, goes for when God calls you to something. Uh, I knew a gentleman like that. God called him to be something. And wherever he would go, he would always have opportunity to be that. Like you're running from it, but no, this is what God called you to be. This is he's giving you opportunity to fulfill it. Praise the Lord. Well, on any occasion, I want, to, I want to begin the passage of Scripture that kind of illustrates that for us. In Acts chapter 5, verses 29 through 39, it says, Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We are to obey God rather than men. Then the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you uh, slew, and hanged on a tree. Him had God exalted uh, uh, with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God had given to them that obey him. When they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them. Then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space and said unto them, Ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do as touching these men. For uh, uh, before these days rose up Thutis, boasting himself to be somebody to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves, who was slain, and all as many as obeyed him were scattered and, and, and brought to naught. After this man rose up Judas of Galilee in the days of taxing, the taxing and drew away much people after him, he also perished, and all, even as many as obeyed him, were dispersed. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men, and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it, lest happily you be found even to fight against God. Praise the Lord. So, so uh, Peter and John and other disciples also were, were there, and, and, and they, were, they were challenged often about what they were doing and teaching in the name of Jesus and all that sort of thing. And the people came and said, well, didn't we tell you don't do this or whatever? And they told, well, you know, we ought to listen to God, not men. And, and, and they came up on this thing and they had them on trial. They wanted to slay them because, you know, you, you told us things and you're telling us things. You're making us face the fact that we did something wrong that we don't want to acknowledge or admit to. So we want to kill you. And, and Gamaliel said, wait, wait, hold, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, yo, take them out. Take them out the room for a minute. We want to talk about them, not to them. And he said, "Look, uh, uh, I think you need to. We have evidence that things have gone where people have come up and brought up things, and they said, oh, 'Oh, I'm doing this. I'm about this.' And, and and it didn't work out because it wasn't anything. It was just men doing something. And so you need to be careful because uh, uh, the same thing could happen here. If they're men, it's not going to come to anything. But it's of God." You, you can't you can't overthrow it. You can't. That, that, that word overthrow means to loosen down, to disintegrate, to demolish, to destroy or dissolve. You cannot. You cannot overthrow it because God has an almighty power and, and can execute his purposes. God is going to execute his purposes. You cannot. There's nothing you can do about that. Nothing you can do about it. You can come up with anything you want to. Anything you want to come against, to destroy. Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. It's not going to happen. God's purposes will be uh, 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 served and fulfilled. 
Uh, the other thing is, uh, he is unchanging. God is unchanging, and he will not be diverted from his plans. See, God doesn't make mistakes. It's not like, like if I plan to do something and say, oh, this is not going well. Mm, gee, I need to do something else because this is not going well. This is not getting the result I'm looking for. With God, that does not happen. He, he, I don't have to change my plans. My plans are perfect. You know, uh, a, a, a woman told Camille one time years ago, she said, you know, uh, about giving. She was talking about giving. And she's saying, yeah, it would be different, you know, if, uh, if, you, you know, if they could just take it out of your check. That would take some of the sting out of having to give. Camille told her, but wait, wait, baby. The Bible says, bring your offering to the thing. See, the whole part of it is doing it the way God did it. The way God set it up is perfect. There's no need to change anything. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, Job uh, talked about this, and, and he made it very clear. In Job 23, 13 through 14, he said, But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and uh, many such things are with him. In other words, the plan which God forms must be accomplished. It has to be. So, so you can see why we said, you know, if God is doing something with you, don't stop. Don't stop. If you don't want to be replaced. Because what he's doing, he's going to do. Praise the Lord. The Lord shared this with me one night this week while I was listening uh, for more understanding on this message. You know, I kind of had a scripture a thought and whatever, and I'm laying in the bed, you know, like sometimes I wake up in the night. Every night I wake up in the night, <laughs> you know. But uh, uh, a lot of times when, when, when I can't go to sleep and, uh, you know, I don't want to get yelled at so I don't turn the TV on. Y'all know what it's like, man. <laughs> you know, you want to watch a little tennis or something, a little golf, you know what I mean? No, not not now, brother. It's 2 in the morning. You need to go to sleep. Turn that TV off, you know. Well, whatever the case is, I decided it's probably better anyway if I just talk to God. That's probably a better use of my time anyway. You understand? And it's safer. You know, so... so. <laughs> So praise the Lord. Anyway, I was listening, you know, God, uh, uh, what about this message? And God told me something about Peter and John. He said, Peter and John are featured in, in the starting of the church. What? Why? That's what I want to know why. Well, he wanted to tell me why. That's why he brought it up. If you study their personalities, you understand what they represent. That's why them. It's not like the other disciples weren't doing anything. I want to feature them because you can be familiar with their personalities and you understand. See, Peter was ordained to lead the original group of apostles. Jesus told him in Luke 21, uh, 31 and 32, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have thee, that he may sift thee as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. You're going to be the leader. I called you to that. Peter spoke up on the day of Pentecost. These men are drunk, not drunk as you think. Hold up. Let me tell you what's going on. 
Peter cut off the ear of the soldier in the garden of Gethsemane. Wait, hold up, Peter. Jesus had to put the man's ear back on. Peter said, thou art the Christ. Hearing from God. John had or expressed the deepest understanding of the deity of Christ. If you read the book of John, you find out. I'll give you an example of it. But he understood the special relationship that Jesus has with us. He referred to himself as the one Jesus loved. When you read in the book of John, he said in the one, when he talked about the one Jesus loved, he's talking about himself. Praise the Lord. So, we had a message one time years ago called, What About Andrew? What About Andrew? Some of you might remember that. But it spoke about how the other apostles were effective in ministry also. But Peter and John were featured. It was meant to encourage unnamed saints to continue. Because your name ain't written in a book somewhere, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't go forth doing the things that God called you to do. Are you, what are you searching for? The cause of Christ or fame and fortune? See, see, so, 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 but, but that's what this lesson was about. What about Andrew? What about him? Peter and John represent what we all need in ministry. Zeal and knowledge. Boldness and revelation. You don't have that, you may well sit down. You're not going to be effective in ministry. See, look, look at this. John, in John chapter 1, here, here's some of John's revelation. Here's some of his understanding of godliness uh, uh, and the deity of God. John 1 and 1, he says this. In the beginning was the word, the word was, was uh, with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Wait a minute. I thought God created the earth, the heavens and the earth. I thought he spoke and said, let that be. you telling me that this word that was God was with God and that uh, uh, all things were made by him. And we know that that word, he's talking about Christ, because later on it said the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So what are you saying, John? He said, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended at night. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, and all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world. The world was made by him. What? And the world knew him not. He came unto his own, his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name, which were born not of blood, uh, uh, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So John is revealing to us that Jesus is God. 
See, he had a very great revelation about that. So much so that he could write about it. Now, when you get to the 19th verse, if you look at this, I want you to notice something because I don't want you to get your Johns mixed up. He said, and this is the record of John. So what you really have is John the Revelator reporting about John the Baptist. So he says, uh, uh, when the Jews sent priests and Levites uh, from Jerusalem to ask him, who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then? Art thou Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, no. Then said they unto him, who art thou then? Who art thou that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, uh, uh, as said the prophet Isaiah. So again, I don't want you to get your Johns mixed up because John the Baptist is who he's talking about. But this is John writing. Verses 35 through 50 said again, the next day after John stood with two of his disciples and looking upon uh, Jesus as he walked, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak and uh, they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw uh, them following and said unto them, what seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, uh, uh, being interpreted uh, uh, master, where dwellest thou? He said unto them, come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him uh, that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and, called and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first finds his own brother, Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip, and saith unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was uh, of Bethesda, Bethesda, at the city of Andrew and Peter, and uh, Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip uh, called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. So, so, so I'm thinking again, what about Philip and Nathanael? Nathanael, who was also Bartholomew. So you know it. You know, one time we had a message, one Wednesday, I think, years ago. Can you tell me who the disciples were? And Minister Yates says, uh, Ephesians? Uh, <laughs> I said, no, baby. <laughs> Not, Ephesians wasn't one of them. <laughs> she was joking. Until she said Colossians, then I knew she was a little bit off. No. But, 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 but you have to understand 
What about these other disciples? What about them? What about Matthew and Thomas and James and the other Simon and the other James? Whatever God was doing with them continued also. See, we know that because Jesus told them all in Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Mark 16 and 15, he said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We don't have, we don't know exactly what they did, but we know they received the Holy Ghost, and we have no record of any of them not having power or being witnesses. So while we, we only talked about Peter and John, God will tell me, I just featured them so you can understand what you need to continue. See, when I call you to do something, if I ask you to do something, don't stop. You don't want to stop. Oh, but nobody knows me, so. Well, we just a little church over here, so. I don't have no, so. Are you teaching the truth? Are you spreading the gospel? Are you fulfilling the will of God in your life and in this life? Praise the Lord. The Colossians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17 says, And uh, when this epistle is read among you, cause that it uh, 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 be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea, and say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Hello? Take heed to the Lord, the, the ministry, that the Lord that you receive from God and make sure you fulfill it. Oh, I don't have no ministry. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Hey, first of all, you should understand this, that um, whatever God is doing with you now is preparation for the next thing. He's preparing you for what, what the next thing. I don't know what my prayer, I know you don't. That's why you're fumbling around. Being on fire, then cooling off. On fire again, cooling off again. That's why that's happening. Because you're struggling with the fact that, okay, I want to do something for God, but oh, this don't count. Ain't nobody going to read this. Who's going to think anything? What? So what? What are you talking about? God is doing something. And if you don't do it, somebody else will. See, see, he said this, when he told this man, he said, tell Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. That word fulfill means to satisfy, to execute an office, to finish a period or a task, to verify, to accomplish. Did you accomplish it? God's doing something with you. He is. The moment he filled you with his spirit, well, he started doing something with you before that. That's what drew you into the spot where you first received the Holy Ghost. He started drawing you, you know, to repentance. 
Let me bring you in. You didn't just wake up one day and decide, I want to be holy. That's not how it happened. God drew you. Hello? Some things happen. Look, my brother's testimony is this. I hope he's okay with me telling this, but you know, it was 12 years after I witnessed to my family before he received the Holy Ghost. You know, it took a minute. But one day, I was in New Orleans, sitting in the chair in the den, getting ready to fly back to Omaha the next day, and he came in the house, my mom's house, and he said, Mike, tell me that stuff about being saved in the Holy Ghost again. And you know, like I told you before, you've heard me say, I was frustrated. Dude, you asking me this now? This is 1988, bro. I got the Holy Ghost in 76. I told you then. And I pushed up in the chair and under my breath and tell you one more time. And I start telling him with attitude. Okay, man, Bible says you need to be born again. You need to be born in war and spirit. And he was just hanging on to every word. I said, oh my, he's listening. And then I got my mind right and started sharing with him, really, like I expected something to happen with his life. Two or three days later, my mom called me up while I was back in Omaha and said, Willie got the Holy Ghost. He's been a pastor for 22 years now. But things started happening to bring him to repentance. And one of them was him and his wife got in a fight with another man and his wife in a bar over some red beans or beans, whatever kind of beans they had. And they were rolling around the floor in the beans. And he thought, oh no, it's not my life. I'm way too old for this. I may not be that sophisticated, but I'm bigger than rolling around the floor in some beans. And he sought the Lord. And then he had gone to a church and the man shook his hand at the altar call and he went back the next week because he wanted that good thing that he thought God was going to give him. And the man shook his hand again and said, oh yeah, you okay? And he said, I know that what happened to you, Michael, did not happen to me. Now you thought your seed wasn't growing. You thought your seed, your testimony didn't mean anything. So, whatever God is doing with you, fulfill it. I don't know nothing. Well, you know to witness, to share the gospel. Do that. Accomplish that. Execute that. John 21, verses 20 through 22 said, Then Peter, turning about, seeing the disciple whom Jesus loved, following, which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Jesus said unto him, if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. This is just to say, don't get distracted worrying about what somebody else is doing. You know, you, Peter, I, I got you doing something. What are you worried about John for? 
What is that to you? You worried about what other people are doing or you want to do what God called them to do instead of what he called you to do? Jesus says, what is that to you? Just follow me. Just follow me. Boy, brother so-and-so church, they're doing this. They're doing this. Oh, I heard they were doing this. I heard this and that. Why do you care? What does that have to do with you? Yeah, you, you know, they, I hope that they're doing what God told them to do. I don't, I'm not in that. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, see, God, God has you doing some things. God chose you specifically for what he called you to do. In fact, presently, there's nobody else to do it but you. Uh, you, you might keep refusing to do it. I, we'll talk about that later, but I, I, I just want you to understand this. Whatever God chose for you to do, he chose it for you to do because you're you. Because you're you. See, when, 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 when God got me into the uh, collection and credit manager and all that kind of stuff thing, I had no idea you were preparing me to be a pastor. That don't make no sense to me. It didn't. Until God told me, well, you're doing the same thing as a pastor that you were doing as a, as a, as a credit manager. The people said, we're going to pay on the 15th of the month. You called them on the 16th and said, you said you was going to pay on the 15th. But your payment is not here. You said the same thing you're doing as a pastor. You said... You love the Lord and you just want to be used by him. Okay, well, the Bible says this. Where is that payment? Hello? You did say, oh, I just want to be used by God. Well, when he started using you, how come you stop? What? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, I see. Just a quiet church. I get it. All right. Well, let's go on. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5 says, But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and make full proof of thy ministry. Watch thou in all things. You need to watch what's going on. You need to be seeing what's happening. And endure affliction. Oh, this one doing this. They're coming against me. And the devil won't leave me alone. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. That means you're doing the work of a preacher or teacher. You're trying to win souls to Christ. An evangelist is a bringer of good tidings. It's the name, it's the name given in the New Testament to those heralds of salvation through Christ who are not apostles. You, uh, who are you? I'm apostle. I'm apostle this and I'm apostle. Okay, well, you, you're different than this. This ain't talking to you. You're not an evangelist, you're an apostle. No, he's called you to do something. And he's asking to make full proof of your ministry. That means to carry out fully, in evidence, completely, assure or convince, entirely accomplish. Most surely believe, fully know, persuade. 
I need you to make full proof. Not every now and then. I, 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 look, I did all this. I did all this. Taught Bible studies to people often on home Bible studies. Go to altar, pray with people. I was in one church, the church I was in, and they had this girl, and she was a little bit, oh, I don't know what you might call derelict. I don't know if that's the right word, but she wasn't like uh, one of the loved people in the church. And I started having a Bible study with her because nobody wanted to be bothered with her. And then one day she came to the altar to pray, and, and she was there praying and stuff like that. And the people were, in Jesus' name, help her, Lord. Like that. And I was standing there praying with them. God said, don't, don't leave. God said, stay there. And I stayed and prayed with her. I told her all the stuff that God had taught me. No, baby, I know you're getting a little bit afraid. Because nothing like this ever happened to you before. Naturally, you're afraid. You feel yourself slipping away. But you're in a safe place now. You don't have to worry about this Jesus. And I stayed there and prayed with her until she got the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to do the work of an evangelist. I'm trying to show you, no, there's salvation for you. See, if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, you can't overthrow it. Unless you find yourself fighting against God. See, I, I watch several people on fire and being all in. And after a while, they're on something else. On something else. What? What are you doing? God was doing the most with you. And you quit. Hello? God was doing it. You quit. What happened? Why'd you quit? Why'd you stop? See, that goes from everything from when you just came to church and I was just going to church or I just ran to this fellow and I was a friend of this one and he was with Bishop and Bishop said this to him and he got saved Then that man told me to come to church. Then I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Then me and my mama got filled with the Holy Ghost on the same day. <laughs> Baptized in Jesus' name. See, look, look, look. Y'all understand. Y'all know this. Larry, mama, she was in the hospital, got COVID, got all this kind of stuff like that. I talked on the phone. I talked on the phone. This was her mission. This was her mission. She came. She got filled with the Holy Ghost and everything. And she said, now, she didn't say this literally, but she gave her life so that you could have a testimony about salvation. I told her on the phone, I said, sweetheart, look, you, you could battle with these people going back and forth to the hospital, do this, do that, and all this kind of stuff. Or, girl, you could go on home. Two days later, she was going on home. I rejoiced. I said, my, my. Would it not be for the love of God and what he's doing? Girl, I'm jealous. I could have gone with you. See, what, 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 what's God doing with you? What is he doing with you? Ask Quake. 
Let's say I had my little brother here a week ago. He wanted to get baptized. We're waiting to get him back here so we can tell him. Now I got my cousin here who said, I ain't been to church ever. She's doing the work of an event. I don't know if you understand this. We're reaching people for God. We're trying to fulfill what God has us doing. I'm trying to make full proof of my ministry. I'm fulfilling it. First Timothy chapter 4 verses 14 through 15 says, neglect not, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by the uh, prophecy which, uh, with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. That's just a ministry. ministry. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. See, here's, here's, what, here's what, what he's saying. He's back and telling Timothy. He says, Paul, look, brother, if you, I, I just want you to do this. Don't neglect the gift that's in you. Don't let it get away. You know, people prophesied over you. We laid hands on you. He's encouraging him and trying to tell him, no, this God, you're doing what God called you to do. And then he says, I want you to meditate on these things and give yourself wholly to them. Don't be in the pulpit half-stepping. Don't be afraid. And that your profiting may appear to all. Because this is going to benefit you. Everybody going to see. Oh man, he stuck with it. Look at what God is doing with him. Look at what's happening. That brother don't care about nothing. He's just doing whatever God told him to do. Glory to God. 2 Timothy uh, 1, 6 and 7 says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance to stir up the gift of God, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Again, I'm encouraging you, Timothy, Stir up that gift of God that's in you. Hello? I got the Holy Ghost. You do? Okay, well, stir it up. Let's get it working. Because you don't, you, don't, you don't remember you have the Holy Ghost till uh, uh, Wednesday afternoon. Late Saturday night, you start thinking, oh, that's right, I'm saved. Oh, yeah, church is tomorrow. Ooh, what I'm going to wear. No, I need you to stir up the gift that's in you so that it's active all the time. Stir it up. I laid hands on you. And then he says this. This is what I want you to get. The reason why I'm encouraging you, why I know you need encouragement, and, and what I'm telling you is that God does not give us a spirit of fear. You should not be afraid. You should be executing power. You ever consider how bold the devil is in his attacks and affronts to you and other Christians? Devil bold. He, he, not, he not. Why are you scared of what he does? Why are you scared? Uh, uh, 
God, I feel like God wants me to tell them something. I don't know. They might say this. They might do that. This might happen. Well, how come you? The devil ain't, ain't afraid like that. He bold. He go out after people. He have people advertising for him. You know, uh, God, God told me that some, some of you heard this before, but God told me this some time ago. The devil has a whole thing that he works with. Everything from kill your baby and drink the blood all the way up to being in a church where the truth is, but you mistaken. You got issues. Oh, you got the whole, he'll take whatever you give him. Oh, you want to go to church? Okay, go to this church. No, no, I ain't going to that church, devil. I'm going to a real church. Okay, go to a real church, but this is what I want you to think. This is what I want you to do when you get there. Glory to God. But he's bold. Why don't we, why aren't we bold? It's a blessing for us when the Lord identifies something he wants us to do. God identifies something he wants you to do. It's a blessing. You should feel like, wow, this is great. If it's of God, it won't be overthrown. It will not dissolve. It won't be demolished. It won't disintegrate. It is going to happen. Remember we said that no one or no thing can stop what God is doing with you? Nobody can stop it but you. But really, you can stop you from doing it. You can't stop it from being done. You can simply stop you from doing it. You can kill the blessing from your life. God identified you to do something. Oh, you don't want to do it? No, you can stop you from doing it, but you can't stop God from doing what he's doing. He will use someone else. If you consistently refuse, and I'm telling you, you'll have opportunities, times. He doesn't give up. God is patient. He understands your weaknesses. But if you consistently refuse, if you make it clear, Lord, there's no way you're going to get me to do that. He'll move on. He'll use somebody else. But, the, but, but what God purposed will be done. Ask Saul. 1 Samuel 13, 13 and 14 said, And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. But now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord had commanded him to be captain over his people because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. You keep doing something crazy. You don't want to listen. God told you this, you didn't want to do that. God told you this, you're not doing that. I handpicked you to be the king of my people.
head and shoulders above every man in Israel. Big, tall, handsome guy, yeah. Like me, you know. God. God. Uh, oh, someone, they're laughing like, oh, that's a joke. But God handpicked Saul to be the king of his people. But Saul would not obey. You kept doing things your way. You consistently refused. So now I'm replacing you. The result for Saul was he could no longer hear from God. So he started consulting a witch. You wouldn't listen to God. But now you're going to take the advice and be obedient to a witch? Oh, you don't like that one? Ask Judas. Acts 1, 16, 17 said, Men and brethren, this, this scripture must needs be uh, have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, and had obtained part of this ministry. In other words, Judas, you're part of the ministry of the apostles of God. Verse 20 says, For it is written in the book of Psalms, uh, uh, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein. And his bishopric, uh, let another take. We're replacing you, Judas. Verses 24 and 25 said, And they prayed and said, Thou, thou Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he may go to his own place. I need somebody to replace you because you would not listen. You saw the miracles. You saw the things. You've been to synagogue. You read all the prophets. You know that I'm the Lord of glory, yet you sold me for 30 pieces of silver. And we know what happened to Judas. He changed his mind after Jesus was crucified and tried to give the money back. He, he, you know, he sold out for some money. Tried to give it back to the priest. Ultimately, he hung himself. I don't worry about you until or unless I see you being replaced. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't worry about you. Unless, you know, it's something that God has identified for you to do. You consistently refuse to do it. And then God brings somebody else in to do it. Oh, you didn't, you didn't want to do what I designed for you? Well, I have a purpose for what I'm doing. I, I told uh, Pastor Derek and, 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 and Pastor Brian what I've told other pastors that were here before. I said, look, um, there's a reason why you're here as a pastor in this church. Because God has something that he put in you that he wants for this people. You don't, you don't need another me. You already got a me. You don't need to imitate me, try to live up to me, try to be like me, nothing. Don't do that. 
Just be who God made you to be. Do what he put in you. If you don't, one day you're going to get mad. Well, I don't like Bishop no more. I'm going somewhere else. You go somewhere and God's going to replace you. That's all. That don't be no big deal to me. It's God's purpose. It's what he's doing. He's doing something in your life. I'm, I'm doing something with you. I've touched you. I've filled you. I've healed you. I'm encouraging you. I'm trying to keep you going to fulfill what it is I have for you to do. Somebody might need help. You might need help getting started. <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, I'm a little embarrassed about saying this, but, but I remember when I became a pastor and then I got this revelation. I was so deep now. I said, oh, God, you knew I was going to be a pastor all the while. Look at how much time I've wasted. Look at how much time I've wasted. All the foolishness I was involved in. All the stuff that I've done. And, and God, like he always does, he, he calmed me down. He said, that's okay. You learned some stuff. <laughs> you learned some things. See, I, I, I knew that was going to happen. You learned some things. It's going to be instrumental in teaching my people. You know, when they're playing, you better call it out. You better know you're playing. You're not for real. But I'm saved. I was saved too. Took you five years to write a Bible study, about 25 pages. Come on. You was playing. Somebody might need help getting started. No, I, I need help getting started. God had to have a woman who used to be our neighbor. And he gave her the gift of prophecy, if for no other reason than to make me know that, no, I said for you to be a pastor. That woman talking to me on the phone, laughing and talking. She said, oh, girl, and you know your husband, you know he's a preacher. And he knows it too. God's been dealing with him. About girl, where you come? Why are you going to know that? Camille don't even know that. How you know what God dealing with me about? You still out there talking about three gods. God said, no, I, I, look, the gifts and calling of God is without repentance. I gave her a gift. The fact that she ended up in the wrong church, that's her business. And he was careful to let me know that she had a gift before that. Because one day she was talking to me and she said, Michael's doing something to your house. Now, how do you know, girl? You ain't been to Omaha in your life. I'm down there trying to finish the basement, down there cutting, putting nails in my hands and stuff like that. And talking to myself and Mimi saying, what? Oh, you're talking to Bob. That's right. You're not talking to me. I told her, girl, you could have got rich. You like your mama. You got them prophetic things like, you could, you know, here come Bob the Builder several years later, you know. But God made it clear 
See, somebody might need help getting started. You might need God to help you, to let you know, no, this is what I called you to do. This is what I'm having you to do. You need to have your mind adjusted to a spiritual mind rather than a carnal mind. What? Well, that's what Paul wrote to the Romans. You already saved. I already taught y'all how to get saved. You were in baptism in Jesus' name. You got the gift of the Holy Ghost. But you, 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 you might still have a carnal mind. You need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So maybe you need your mind adjusted. We want to pray with you. If we can, if, you know, if you allow us to, we'll pray with you. So that when God is doing something with you, you don't stop. Because I, I don't want to be replaced. When you're replaced, well, you know, that, that's it. God didn't make a mistake in what he called you to. I don't have nothing else for you to do. This is what I want you to do. You didn't want to do that. Hello. I know what I'm going to do. Do this. Well, you can go do that if you want to. You know, I had that experience too, you know, with my magazine. My, my testimony. I was waiting to be on Channel 6 so I could tell that testimony. And God did this with seed money. And we did that. And God told me one day, I ain't told you to do that. You just wanted to make some money. And you can do, if you still want to do that, you can go ahead and do it. The world has things for that. You can get a small business loan. You're a minority. You might be able to get a minority something loan, something. You know, go ahead and do that if you want to. But don't be on no TV talking about, I said God did this, because I didn't tell you to do that. So, yeah, you could do some other thing. But I want to do, I don't want you to replace me, God. I want to do what you called me to do. You have me doing something. I don't want to stop. If you need help getting started, if you need adjustment to your mind, come on, we'll pray with you. We'll pray with you. Glory to God. Lord, help me. I don't want to be like Saul or like Judas, God, or anybody else who you set out doing things and they would not do it. They failed at it. God, I want to encourage everyone. If it's something that you're doing, it cannot be overthrown. But if it's something that you're just doing, it, it may come to naught. Father, help us today. Help us, oh God, to see in this life what you're doing. The glory, the power, the blessing, the wonder of what you're doing with man, what you're doing with us. How you called us to be your very body, to fulfill the very ministry that you're doing in the earth today. Every aspect, every piece, everything, oh God. The intricate details of what you're doing, you've placed in the hands of men and women. God, help us that we have spiritual vision and not carnal vision. Overcome every obstacle, everything in our flesh, O oh God. Every desire for pride 
God, stir up in us the spirit that you gave. Stir it up, Lord. Help us, oh God, to fulfill, to make full, full. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I want to make full proof of my ministry. I want to carry it out fully. Let there be evidence of it, Lord. God, if ever I start to do anything, that's the work of me or some other man. Let it come to naught. I don't want to be replaced, Lord. I don't want to wind up seeking something else. Lord, help me not to be timid, but bold. Let me at least match the boldness of the enemy. You didn't give me a spirit of fear, God, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Bless your wonderful name, Jesus. Lord, help every individual to get over whatever it is that's attacking them. Everything that would prevent them, God. Any opposition. Show us, oh God, the value of the things that you called us to do. So we can continue in it. Fulfill it. Bless your wonderful name, Lord Jesus. Whatever God is doing with you, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Thank you, Jesus. I can't stop, Lord. I can't stop, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Oh, Build it in him, Jesus. Stir up, Jesus. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. No fear. No fear. It's just the power of God. In your life. It's the power of God. Come here. God. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Come on, Lord. Get away.
Jesus. Jesus. I'm burning everything that will hinder her right now. In the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost, you feel. That's the Holy Ghost. Come on, pray with them. Pray with them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes. God, I can't stop. I can't quit, Lord. Nothing's going to cause me to quit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Based on your word, Lord. According to your word, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Cam. Let God do it with you now. Come on, let God have his way. You know him. Come on, you know him personally. Come on, he's your God. Yes, Lord. I give myself away to you, Jesus. Fulfill your will in my life, Lord. Do with me whatever you desire, Lord. I won't quit. I can't stop. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. I can't quit, Lord. I can't quit. I can't quit. I can't quit. Do whatever it is that you desire, Lord. I won't fight it. I'm not fighting it, Lord. I don't know. I don't know, Lord. You have to show me. I don't feel good about that. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Make it plain, Jesus. Help me, help me, help me. My Lord and my God. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, Lord. Let it happen. Come on. Yes, Lord. Sure. I'm preparing you. Come on. I'm doing something with you. Come on. Hear me. Feel me. Trust me. Believe me. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Make it happen, Lord. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Huh. Lord, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, have your way, Jesus. I'm not fighting it, Lord. I'm not fighting it, Lord. Come on, I don't know, God, until you tell me. I don't know, God, unless you show me. Jesus' name. Come on, let him have his way with you. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Thank you. Hey.
My Lord and my God. Hallelujah. Come on, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. God is doing something with you. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. permission Lord yes Lord yes Lord Ooh, Lord in the name of Jesus your will in the right do it Jesus encourage the God your heart give a boldness and strength Lord in the name of Jesus Jesus. Yes. Jesus' name. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, church. You can praise. Come on, you can praise better than that. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, he's here, he's here, he's here. Yes. your wonderful name Jesus come on have your way God yes Lord your will must be done come on Jesus bless your name bless your name Come on, get in touch with Jesus. Come on, get in touch with him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Woo. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes.
Hallelujah. Praise your mighty name, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our service times are listed in the bulletin. We welcome all of you that have joined us today. Please remember to pray for the lost, the sick, the backslidden, and for our fellowship, all of our associated churches. For prayer needs, please text or call Minister Camille Moten. Her number is listed in the bulletin. The next women's chat will be held Saturday, March 16th from 2 to 4 p.m. The topic of this discussion will be the first book of Samuel, so read chapters 1 through 10. For more information, or if you are interested in joining the group, please talk to Minister Camille Moten. The Christ Life Bible Study for ages 16 and up will continue on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Please arrive on time so that way you do not disturb the praise and worship team's practice. Um, they will meet in the Sunday school classroom across from the kitchen. Please see Sister Paulette Moore for more information. Her number is also listed in the bulletin. Um, and if you're free anytime between noon and 1 p.m. on Wednesdays or at 6.30 on Tuesdays, please join us here at a time for prayer at the church. Even if you can only stay 10 to 15 minutes, come and agree in prayer. Are there any other announcements? Praise the Lord. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. <laughs>